Yes, welcome on in. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. A happy Beatles song heading into the show tonight. Frankly, you know, I have no idea why whenever the Phils win or the Phils lose, feels like I have some Beatles songs stuck in my head. So listen, we'll work our way through the current little Beatles phase I'm in, but it's never a bad time to, to be in a Beatles phase. Either way, I'm Jack Fritz. Welcome into the final out. And man, what a difference a couple days make. And, and that's baseball, and, and that's why it's such a roller coaster. And and frankly, that's why I love following it day to day because uh, I don't know about you out there, but I know for me, just like when they win, I, I just am in such a better mood. Like Generally speaking, and I'm sure Nick Earnshaw totally agrees, uh, producing behind the, the, the glass there, that I'm a generally a pretty happy fellow. You know, just a, a, a joy to be around on most occasions. Love being around you when, when <laughs> the Phils win. It's great. What about when the Phils lose? Eh, you know, I walk the other way. Yeah, a little different. A little different. Um, and listen, uh, you know, I, I, I am what I am. Uh, I, I love this team, and uh, it makes it really hard when they play the way the last two nights that they've played to not start using the B word. And I'm not, the B, I'm not using the negative connotation of the B word, um, but, but beginning to think that this baseball team is turning it around. But, man, the way they've played and the important pieces that are starting to come through and help them win these games, it is hard not to get excited. 215-592-9494. If you want to get in, leaving the ballpark, uh, just sitting at home watching the game, where are you at? You feeling a little bit of a turnaround here? Or, hey, there's still four games under 500. It's the Tigers and the Nationals. I totally get all that. Um, but the first of my couple takeaways from this game tonight is obviously the big story is the offense. The offense and the, the pieces on offense, the right ones of, on the offense, Drew Ellis was a great story. I, I'm happy that Drew Ellis had his big day. But frankly, like seeing the, the, the important pieces of the Phillies lineup have the last couple of days that they've had is a more important uh, development for this team. Let's lead it off with, obviously, the, the leadoff hitter, which is going to stay. I, I know it's not traditional. I know it's, the, it's the, the hottest topic when it comes to Phillies baseball. It's like, oh, my God, who's going to be the leadoff hitter? It's Kyle Schwarber. It's Kyle Schwarber. He's your leadoff hitter. I'm sorry he's not fast, but what does he do is he works a good count and he hits the ball in the ballpark. He should have had one later. I don't know what was up with the, the, the cameraman tonight. He all, all of a sudden, it's just like I, I thought the Phils had a couple home runs tonight that ended up staying in the ballpark. But what, what Schwarber has brought to the leadoff spot is obviously June Schwarber, which is great, but also continuing to, to work walks. And I think that's really important. Last year, when he was the leadoff hitter, it, it was like I was expecting more when it came to getting on base and walking and, and doing that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it's 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 a good sign. So leadoff Schwarber, I, I think, is here to stay. And I expect Rob Thompson with the way that they're kind of hitting right now to, to stick uh, with that. Nick Castellanos in the two-hole. Um, just been on freaking fire. And, and thank God. Um, I, I, you know, I want to say about two weeks ago, I kind of had the feeling of, oh, he's starting to chase again, and it's and he only had one home run in May. Well, bang! As soon as June came around, I mean, Nick Castellanos is on freaking fire. Uh, 
with, with the hit in the first inning. I believe he was 10 for his last 16 at the plate. So but batting well over 500 at this point. Like just just a uh, – He's he's working his way into all star consideration and, and should be work work should have worked his way into all star consideration. I mean, that's how good he's been, and especially recently. Now you have Schwarber in front of him, Harper right behind him. Uh, that's a, a a good recipe for for success. Bryce in a three hole. It, it was nice. He got his third hit with runners in scoring position since coming back. He had two hits tonight, um, but ultimately Bryce in the three hole with Trey batting behind him was only really going to work if Trey was have nights like he had tonight, which is obviously why he is my player of the game. Brought to you by South Jersey Gas. Committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. Trey, if he's going to bat four, and before they moved him here, obviously it was a, a bit of a joke. It's like, well, what, what the hell are you putting Trey Turner at 4-4? Four, four? Well, they're 3-0 and oh in the games he started there. And tonight he had his best game as a Philly, bar none, even had the, the, the good defensive play late. Trey Turner looks to be on his way to being the player. I don't want to say the B word. I don't want to say the B word. I'm going to work my way around it. But he looks like he is turning into the player that we'd hoped we'd seen. In the last week, week and a half, while the, the hits haven't totally been there, feels like the strikeouts have come down, feels like he's not chasing – and what I like tonight, and it's a small thing, but I think it means a lot. There was a a couple of, of his at-bats. The first pitch was up and out of the zone, and he took like an aggressive hold on it. He didn't go at it, but he was on it. And you saw how that translated. He had two home runs, two moonshots. Um, should have had a hit later. I mean, uh, he, he should have had his fifth hit. That was, I guess, like over 600 expected batting average. So, man, it's just I, it went when when they scored early, and um, you know, you saw Castellanos what he was doing, and you saw all the kind of pieces of this lineup start to figure it out. I wrote in my notes like, imagine if they get Trey Turner going, and then bang, Trey Turner had two home runs. So, it's this 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 stuff is starting to get exciting. Uh, JT, I guess all Saturday, I remember Ben Davis on the, on the TV broadcast on Saturday was saying that Kevin Long and him were having a marathon session trying to figure it out. Well, ever since then, he's been unbelievable. Um, and what what doesn't get talked about a lot about last year was after the Toronto series, JT carried them. I mean, JT, I thought, was their best player after that series and helping them get to the postseason, both defensively and offensively, he was dominant. And these last three games have been close to what we'd seen uh, toward the second half of last year. Bryson Stott had two walks, never too worried about him. Uh, he's almost like the second leadoff hitter for the bottom of this lineup. And, and Drew Ellis, listen, he did have a great night tonight, struck out the bases loaded, but still works a good at bat. He works a good at bat. So uh, Brandon Marshall will be back in there tomorrow. He's been good recently. You're starting to see this offense begin to click. And that's a really, really important development. Really important development. Because those guys have to get going. With the way the pitching staff is doing right now, um, this offense was built to slug. That's what they have to do. And tonight and yesterday, the National Series, they're starting to do it. And that's exciting. And my second big takeaway is obviously uh, Nola's night. He had the the no-hitter going. 
Um, he threw a ton of pitches, so he probably wasn't going to be able to finish it, and it would have been a combined or a shot at a combined no hitter, which I don't count. Um, but either way, he was sitting ninety, he was hitting ninety four in the seventh, which is good. I thought his fastball command was really good. He hung one to Nick Maton, and Nick Maton didn't miss it. Um, and PSA, if you have a problem with Nick Maton getting a revenge home run and, and and being excited about it, I don't know what to tell you. That's baseball. That's competitiveness. He's a competitive guy. He's a fiery guy, and he got one on Aaron Nola uh, off the team that traded him away. I got no problem with it. Um, so, you know, that, that is what it is. But Nola was really good. Fastball command's really good. Still doesn't feel like he's throwing that change up as much as he was at, at the beginning of the year, but still. Um, it, the, it, you still don't really know what you're getting out of him on a night-in, night-out basis, but tied a career high in strikeouts tonight, which is, which is obviously great. Tigers, man, what a feeble lineup. I mean, just a feeble lineup. The Phillies with Walker on the mound tomorrow and Wheeler after that. It, it, they should they should be okay uh, on the pitching side of things. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's kick things off on the phones with Owen in New Jersey. What's happening, now? Hey, I'm doing a lot better than I was probably around Friday. So that's good. yeah, me too, buddy. Me too. But um, yeah, it was good to see the offense have two good back to back games. Um, I am still concerned about Noah, even though he had a good night. I just it's the inconsistencies and all that. But I'm hoping that this, even though it was the Tigers, does help him going forward. And I'm hoping that Taiwan Walker looks a lot better than he did in the Mets series. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing with Taiwan Walker, and I appreciate the call, Owen, it's like three really good starts, blow-up start, three good starts, blow-up start. So hopefully he can get back in like a, a, a good trajectory here, but yeah. He's an, again. That's kind of this the the ailment of the rotation right now. Is even with Wheeler, don't really know what you're going to get, and that's not a great spot to be in. But if the offense can do what they do, and they can carry this thing for a little bit, it makes it all that much easier. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in, you're leaving the game, reacting to a, a big Phils win, and it's 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 so funny how it works in this in this city. And it's like Friday night, they're done. Thursday, they're done. I proclaim the season over. And then they just they just start figuring it out. And they start sucking you back in. And they're like, don't give up on us yet. Um, and and they did that tonight. And I'm just, I'm happy. I'm really happy. And I, I was not ready for the season to be over. I don't want to be the uh, the season's over guy. But, man, what a, uh, what a step in the right direction. The offense, thank God. Like, like, welcome to the season, and 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 hopefully they can get on a little bit of a roll here. On the other side, two things that stuck out to me uh, tonight: one was positive, one a potential negative. What is it? We'll get to both of that coming up next. Swung on, crushed way back to left field. Oh wow, where will this land? Second deck in left for Trey Turner. His second homer of the night. His seventh of the season. And it's five to nothing, Phillies. That's our Mike's Amazing Play of the Game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. Welcome on back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable, never looked so good. And it's pretty, I mean, Trey Turner, like, you know, that, that was real baseball classic, Trey Turner. I mean, that's a guy that we've been waiting for. That's a guy that. We, we paid that contract for 
Um, obviously not me and, 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 and you know, the Phillies. Um, but still, you know, uh, that's what we that's what we had been expecting after what he did in the World Baseball Classic. Um, and he hits two tonight. And that second one, it's so funny for how skinny he is. I mean, there's not many Phillies right-handed hitters that have hit the ball into the second deck in left field. And I just it reminded me so much of like an old school worth home run where it'd just be a hanger and he wouldn't miss it. And when hurt when, when worth connected, I mean, just moonshots. I remember one off Jeff Samarja that was a tank. Uh obviously you remember the Drew Storm one, the walk off. But he's had a couple of those that just go on the second deck. For Trey Turner to be as skinny as he is to go second deck in left field, I mean, that's some impressive pop for a guy that is not like a 30 home run guy. He's a 25 home run guy. So, um, and, and his swings have just looked better the last couple of weeks or, you know, last week, week and a half. It, 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 I kept waiting for one of these kind of games. But to, to, to have him finally really break through like that and have like a difference making game. I mean, if you get him going, you have what Schwarber's doing right now. You have Castellanos, who is is the best hitter on the team right now. Bryce, who's who's still working his way back from from injury. That I assume a month, you know, uh, maybe even a couple weeks from now, the the power truly starts coming. JT is is in a streak right now. Brandon Marsh has been really good the last two weeks since he got his back fixed by the chiropractor. Stott, you never really worry about. Um, you know, it's just. This is the lineup that we envisioned all offseason of like, okay, they can carry us a little bit here. So, um, man, just a really, really big positive step in the right direction from that standpoint. Another positive. I have one positive and one negative I want to hit on before going back to the phones. One positive, and, and I don't think this is not meaningful, but Reese was back in the dugout tonight, and... You know, he hasn't been on road trips. I, I, this is the first time I feel like they've really shown him around Citizens Bank Park after, like, the first weekend. Um, and I know it's because they definitely got his uh, the, the the crutches. He has off crutches, and he got his knee thing uh, removed so he can, like, walk around, which is a good sign. And I just think that he brings a, a calmness and, like, a let's-go factor to this team. He's talked. They talked a lot last year about him being the the emotional leader of them. He'd been through the most. He he knows the city the best. Um, and I just think having him in the dugout was a nice little emotional lift for this team. Of like, there's our guy. Like, let's go play. He can't be out here, so let's go do it. And uh, you know, do it for Reese a little bit here. So I thought that was a positive. And hopefully, with with him getting off crutches and um, not having, the, I guess, the brace around his knee. Hopefully Reese can be back and, and, and be around the team more often, um, you know, and, and kind of give them a spark as they try to, to pull themselves out of the uh, the hole that they dug themselves into. So I thought that was positive. The one negative, and um, I didn't hear him ask about it post-game, is Bryce Harper. And it was like in the seventh inning tonight, all of a sudden, he started shaking out his, his elbow a little bit, and I was like, oh, man, here we go. So he was shaking it out a little bit. He ended up getting a hit, but, like, he had no power behind it. So that put up a red flag for me. But then he was able to stay in the game, stay on first base, got first to third, eventually scored, and he's able to bat again. So I think that's a good sign. 
Um, they said on the broadcast that he was throwing earlier today, so maybe he was a little bit sore from that, but still, definitely my antennas perked up when I saw Bryce kind of shaking that thing out and, and um, you know, looking like it had affected him at the plate. So hopefully it's nothing. Hopefully he did bat again in the ninth. And hopefully he's in the lineup again tomorrow. But still, that was something that I definitely think is worth monitoring. Dave is in Maryland. What's happening, Dave? Hey, what's up? Just heading back to uh, heading back to Maryland for the great game. Great, uh, great atmosphere for a Monday night. Actually, like there was, I mean, I thought it was a very good crowd tonight. Uh, and just the offense can take pressure off of Nola, uh, putting up a run in the first, second, and third inning, kind of settled him in a little bit. Uh, the hard contact tonight, especially by Turner, but Castellanos hitting the ball hard. They're starting. The offense is starting to wake up a little bit. You can see that. Uh, did you notice? And that's, uh, did you notice how many balls Aaron Nola threw to the dugout tonight? It seemed. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Um, he threw like twenty balls to the dugout tonight. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is because like it was a cool night. It wasn't really a, a, a super hot night. Um, maybe he just maybe he just wasn't comfortable with the the baseballs. It, it, they they did, they mentioned that on the broadcast, and and I don't know. Noel's kind of a, a finicky guy, and maybe you know part of that, Dave, is I know back in the pre pitch clock days, he was always he's always slowed down a lot when runners got on base. Maybe throwing the balls away is a new kind of tactic to to slow himself down. Yeah, the, I mean the the home plate umpire. Uh, he had the uh, last game of the Arizona series, and he was calling pitch caught violations. And it seems like with that guy Valentine, he calls he calls at least three or four a game. And he, I mean, it helped the Phillies tonight. He got two strikeouts on it, but uh, and well, Castellanos got a strike. But they say it's about one per game, and this guy has about four or five per game. Yeah, and he was so, the home plate umpire for the uh, the Kimbrel thing, right? So for the uh, walk off, yep, the yeah. walk off game. Yeah, yeah it seems like it was, seems like he loves calling a good pitch clock violation. Now, my big question was like, um, so if, if Aaron Nola does end up throwing a no hitter, is there any asterisk because he got two strikeouts on pitch clock violations? And, uh, no, not a strikeout. I, 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 I think you're uh, more on more on the same page with or on, uh, on the right page with the uh, combined no hitter than that. Oh, the combined no hitter is—it just doesn't count at all. Bogus. I'm sorry, it is—it so. is bogus. And safe travels home, Dave. And, and I appreciate the call. Um, yeah. Th- now I was worried about it because uh, you know, part of my brand and and uh, you know, part of what I believe in baseball is that combined no hitters don't count. I'm sorry, combined no hitters. No way that counts as a real no hitter. I, I I feel nothing when it happens against the Phillies, even in the World Series last year. It's essentially a shutout. If it's not one pitcher, I don't care. If it's not one pitcher, it's not something that I, I think needs to be rewarded. It's like, oh, congratulations. You, you threw a combined shutout. You didn't throw a no-hitter. There's nothing special about that. So I was battling that emotion while Aaron Nola was doing his thing out there tonight. But regardless, unfortunately, Nick Maton got one hanging uh, curveball and did not miss it. 215-592-9494. We will run through all of your calls on the other side, but also look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Jody Mack here on the final out. The pitch, swung on, driven to left center. That's going to be up the alley. A base hit, one run is home. Turner off to the races. He's coming around third. He's going to be waved in, and he will score without a throw. It's a double for JT. Two runs score, and the Phillies now lead it 7-3. to three. 
Yes. Welcome on back. It is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. And, um, you know, part of the appeal of obviously Tri Turner is, is his speed. Be, being able to like easily score um, from first on that was, was, was a joy. It was a joy to watch. And JT, just ever since Saturday, has, has really just kind of turned a corner here. Um, and I know that Dan Wilson, uh, obviously producer here on WIP, asked Topper post game and just got dominated by Rob Thompson. I mean, you know, poor Dan. You know, he's out there. He's this you know, young, impressionable uh, kid just trying to make a name for himself. And he, he asked just a, a layup question to get swatted down about uh, – the, the Tigers putting that pitcher back out there for his second inning facing the heart of the, the lineup. Like, obviously, it's a disaster decision. Rob Thompson's not going to say, yeah, A.J. Hinch is a buffoon. So, listen, Dan, you know, he's going to put his head down, and he's going to go back to work, and he's not going to get bodied by Rob Thompson after the game. But still, um, it was an atrocious decision. So, uh, Dan, I think, was fair for asking that. 215-592-9494. Phil's win, Phil's win, Phil's win. Um, and it just, just slowly, slowly raising the spirits of, uh, of everyone around the city after just as what has just been a, a brutal start to the season. And, and I think that if they were winning these games, if they won tonight, three, two, uh, if they won yesterday in Washington, whatever, by a, a few runs or a run, I don't think there would be this, this kind of happiness about the team. It'd be like, all right, cool. You barely beat the Nationals and, and Tigers. But, like, the way the offense has showed up the last two nights, I think is really important. Tomorrow, uh, it is Tywon Walker on the mound for the Phillies. The Tigers have not announced a starter yet, so <laughs> seems like a good sign for us. Um, I mean, the Tigers, again, I, I know their record heading into the game was the same as the Phillies, but, man. Or I think they had one less win than the Phillies. But, man, just uh, they don't have it. They don't have it. So hopefully Tom and Walker can kind of um, keep this train rolling and, and, and bounce back after his last outing. I mean, um, that seems to be the trend for him. Like, he has a bad outing. Everyone's like, terrible signing. And then he has a great start. And, and everyone's like, all right, calm down. So um, we'll see. And and obviously, you know, at, at this point, a sweep should happen. Jay is in Maple Glen. What's happening, Jay? Hey, he just came back from the game, uh I have to give a big uh, shout-out to the Phillies fans. I mean, the atmosphere, I mean, you would have thought that it was a brand-new season tonight. Um, it was like a – it was a, it was just, like, you know, a good synergy between the players and the fans. Yep. One yep. moment that really stood out was when Aaron Noah had the chance when he was facing Nick Maton, and he just needed that strike. Even though Maton got his hit, the energy just felt incredible. So just a big shout-out to the fans. Yeah, and Jay, that's that's been the good part so far of the season is that like they've gotten off to a slow start. People seem to be down about the team, but the fans are still showing up. You know, no matter what we say on on sports radio, no matter what is tweeted about them on social media or where, wherever, people are going down to the ballpark. That was a great crowd for a Monday against a Tigers team that stinks. Um, yep. And 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 hopefully that you know they can continue to play good baseball here. There's 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 hope remaining from the fan base, and they can still keep showing up because it's been it's been one of the f- more fun storylines of, of the beginning of the season. Yep, and I think we're in a good spot actually. Even though we're seven, three or four games out of the uh, wild card, there's still so much season left. Yeah, and it's going to come down to those 
like not when Jay's phone's going in and out there, and I appreciate the call, Jay. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, a lot of games left. Um, I will say, I don't think it was totally unfair to to be questioning if this team could go on a run. I mean, they're they were um, they're p- playing very inconsistent baseball. Offense was was taking bad approaches to the plate. Starting staff not, not very good. Defense meh. Base running mistakes. Bullpen's been pretty good most of the year. Uh, so. You know, I, I don't think it was unfair to be like, what are we doing? You know, can we can we just right the ship here and, and, and get on a good run? Um, but still, you know, the way that these last couple of games have gone with with the way the offense is showing up, it, it certainly has, I think, me and, and a lot of people starting to starting to believe again. Not ready to use the, 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 the B word yet, coming all the way out of this thing. Uh, but still, we're, we're getting closer. Natalie is in Vineland. What's happening, Nat? Hey, so I am like, I'm so excited after last night and tonight. Um, I have not lost hope, even with all of the negativity and the slow start and the cause for concern. Um, There's been a lot of, you know, critiquing and whatnot, but I have not lost hope. I still believe. And going forward out of 22, it's a new season. We had some injuries. But I'm seeing the cohesiveness come together. And I liked what you said about Reese in particular being present because, you know, there is such a brotherhood in our team. These guys are a unit. And when they're playing as a unit, we get the job done like no other. And I love the fact that he was present. And I just, I really think that that has a lot to do with it beyond the stats, beyond all of the, the legit, um, beyond all of that stuff and looking at each player's stats and whatnot, our guys together, it's, it's electric. And I think, you know, that's part of the reason why the fans have just shown up and we've had so many sellouts despite such a rocky beginning. I'm just so excited, and I, I, I don't doubt them at all. Love to hear it, Natalie. And and I think people are starting to get back to that mindset, and it's, and it's a good spot to be in. Um, and just like the way that the way that they've kind of played tonight, the way they played yesterday, even Saturday, even though it was a bullpen game, the way they came back on Friday night, they do finally look like they're starting to have some fun. And, and the – because how they were playing a week ago, at least up in New York, it was just they, – they all just looked so tight. And they looked like they needed a, a, an exhale. They needed to just calm down and go play. Um, maybe it's Kyle Schwarber going back to the leadoff spot and, and him kind of setting a tone, him finally starting to get some hits, starting to hit some home runs, and now it's like, okay, now we go. Um, but the, but they tonight looked like – a lot of games in the middle of last summer where it was like, just go out, take care of business, beat up a bad team, and have some fun doing it. And that's where they need to get to. You know, I I don't think it's not nothing. Like, Alec Baum was, was messing around with Alvarado, the, 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 the post-game stuff with Trey Turner. Uh, you know, Noel striking out 12, the energy in the ballpark. Like, just ride this. Ride this right now. And, and, and get this city back moving in the right direction, which is believing in the baseball team again. That's going to do it for me. 
Nick Earnshaw produced the final out tonight. I'll be back tomorrow night. Marks and Reese will be, be leading you into the game. And then I will have you for final out. Jody Mack, he has you next coming up here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.